What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On the Come Down. I am Palmer behind the desk, Gates, as always. Hey. Um, we're. I'm just gonna start off by. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna be real honest with y'all. I fucked up, real bad. Um, we recorded. This is. This is a Sunday morning. We're doing a nice little Sunday morning episode. Um, we recorded this podcast on Friday, and. It turns out that I did not have enough storage in my computer. So that brilliant, just like comedy gold of an hour and 20 minutes, it wasn't that great. But nonetheless, it's gone. And so we had to get up early and get this done on a Sunday morning. Um, so I'm just going to be repeating the stories that I repeated in that one. But uh, we're professionals and we will keep the energy high and we will keep the comedy good. And hopefully, y'all don't notice a difference other than the fact I just told you. A um, couple things before we get going. One, uh, if you haven't yet, uh, go ahead and go follow the Instagram on the Come Down Pod. Um, that is uh, where we put all the clips and all the updates and stuff like that will come off of there. Two, um, still working on getting uh, the podcast onto Apple. Um, Apple Podcast. That should be hopefully very soon. Um, so once again, if you follow the Instagram, you will get that update um, here pretty soon. And if iTunes is your primary listen, uh, I want to get that available for you. And number three, quick shout out. If you listened to last week's episode, you noticed that there was a little um, little intro music that Gates put in and then forgot that he put in. Um, but quick shout out to to Bubbly Horton, Father Bubs, um, for that little guitar riff. Uh, I appreciate you uh, helping out the On The Come Down pod team and giving us a fun little thing. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, we're going to jump into story time. Okay, then. So, we're going to do some theater stories today. And just off the bat, just to explain kind of where it all started, um... I got into theater my junior year of high school. Uh, well, technically my sophomore spring. The first musical I ever did was junior uh, fall. Um, but before that, I was I, I was an athlete. Played football, played lacrosse, housing basketball, probably the most athletic thing on my resume. Um, but, you know, as, as a lot of guys do, uh, they, especially at that age, they do some wild things for females. And I, uh, I did that exact same thing. Told my dad, hey, pops, quitting all sports. Hope you're proud. I'm going to go sing and dance on stage. Um, all because of a girl. And then I fell in love with it, and now I'm you know, still a theater buff. But, yeah, so, but, but basically what I learned in my time as a theater kid was that I, um, it was a good thing I no longer was an athlete because I, uh, not the most athletic person really the problem was like I had the mind of an athlete like I was a good mental quarterback I understood how the game should work same thing in lacrosse like I knew the fundamentals of being a good defender um I was 5'7 until (laughs) senior year of high school so as you can imagine when you can't see over the offensive linemen not great also when you're playing defense in lacrosse and your stick is six feet long if the stick is taller than you, probably not the right position for you. But I did it anyways. 
Um, and so probably the best that I switched to theater. Um, but yeah, no, not, not my most athletic, um, showing in theater, meaning that I got injured a lot, uh, more than I probably did in football or like any other sport I played. Uh, my father who is like on the board of the youth football program at Maple Grove, um, parents are always scared, like, oh, you know, like football, there's a lot of concussions involved. I don't want my kid to play this and that, which it's not even the leading concussion sports, girl soccer, nobody cares, but like girl soccer leading concussions. Let's talk about that. You don't see their numbers dropping anyways. So, the, you know, my dad has to talk to a lot of parents and ease their minds and whatever. And football is doing a lot of great things a lot of great things to kind of counteract that, but he always throws me under the bus. He's like, yeah, well, you know, my son played football until sophomore year of high school, and um, he he got more concussions in theater than he did in football. And I'm like, thank you for making me sound like a complete naff. Probably all that does is the parents are like, at least my kid's not that loser, and then they let him play. That's pretty much probably what happens. Um, Yeah, I just, you know. But but I make the joke too. I get hurt a lot in theater. Um, trying to think of which injury to lead with. Let's let's just lead with the head trauma, because why not, right? Love yeah. Good head, trauma. head trauma. We got the concussion king behind the desk, so we're gonna just lead with the head trauma. Um, my senior year, we were doing the show Pippin, and there was this part where, like, it. We had, we had four people in a circle, right? And they had to, they were doing like some cheerleading move, um, and basically like I they they were interlocking their arms, and then I was standing on top of it, and they would like run in a circle, and it was this whole thing. So I was in the middle of it. Also, just to preface all these injuries, like there's it's nobody's fault. Like everything was done properly, and everybody was being careful. Um, I just get hurt easily. It's all that there is to it. But so I was standing like on people's arms and they were going in a circle and I had to like lift this sword up and it was this whole thing. And uh, my foot slipped and basically what happened was I, I went into a fall and I tried to help myself and I hit like my hip hit somebody's shoulder and I hit the ground so hard. Like, I can still picture the noise. My shoulder hit, then my head hit. And all I remember is, like, opening my eyes and my head's on, like, the... And a stage is not soft. And I just remember opening my eyes and my director is standing over me. And I'm like, well, I've only ever blacked out twice in my life. I'm gonna say that that was a concussion. Didn't go get checked, though, because there was there was singing. There was magic to do. If you know the show, Pippin, that was a good joke. If not, I'm a loser. Um, yeah, so that was 1,000% a concussion. And then no more than a week, maybe two weeks later. Um, I don't know if the two things were related, but basically there was, there was this part where, like, my good buddy Evan Modak, he, like— he played my, he, my my papa. He played King Charlemagne, and there was a part where he like it was kind of like a father son moment where he like you know slaps you on the back of the head like, 
come on, Pippin, whatever. And he had to walk around me. It was right before I killed him. Great scene. Loved it. Stabbed the shit out of him. Um, we did one rehearsal one time. It was like, so what? how, how it works is we, uh, we would do like three shows. And then we would have the Monday, Tuesday that week off of rehearsal. And then we would have like a pickup rehearsal on Wednesday and then a show on Thursday, right? Because once you start going, you're not going to change the show much. But so the pickup rehearsal, it was kind of just to get it back in our systems. And we were kind of fucking around. And... I, this, this, like, the way that the set was set up was, like, the percussionist was right above where I stabbed Modek, and there was a recorder in the back, and so I grabbed the recorder, and I went on stage, and I stabbed him with the recorder, and then I threw it up to the percussionist, and she, like, started playing it. It was pretty funny. Um, anyways, so, he comes up behind me, and he hits my head, but he kind of got like the side of my head instead and um i lost vision in my right eye basically what happened um i was sitting there and i just went it hit me and i just kept going and i was like this is weird like i'm i'm not really like did my contact fall out like it was a super weird experience and then like in that scene i kind of run around the auditorium and then i'm kind of laying on the ground hiding to then pop up for the next scene and i just sat there and i was like I was like opening and closing each eye and I was like, I can't see out of my right eye. This is not good. Um, went to the doctor, ended up, I was very close to having a detached cornea, um, but didn't or detached retina. retina, excuse me. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was very close to having a detached retina, um, but I didn't. So it got better and like gradually over time but i had to wear this really ugly like metal patch like i didn't even get like a cool pirate one like it literally was like it looked like a like an ashtray and then they just taped it it was really bad it was not my proudest moment um probably one of the weirdest injuries i've ever had um yeah so concussion followed by eye problems which is funny because now my right eye like is not my bad eye my left one is that's interesting right you would you would think that my right eye would suck please don't um yeah dude i don't know if it had to do because i did hit my head on the right side too so i don't think it was like any like i mean it wasn't anybody's fault but i don't know if there was like some jostling that happened i don't know how everything up top works if there's a there's a, you know, a scientist. Haley, if you're listening, I know you're in the medical field. Help me out. Is that is that a thing? We'll wait till she calls in. Um, you don't think she's going to? We're doing call-ins. We're doing call-ins? I have been doing research on, like, new setup stuff. And they're all like, if you're going to have guests, do this if they're going to call in. And I was like, nobody wants to call into this episode. <laughs> what? We do need to get teeny's tees on here for a little sponsorship true but you've got to make sure it's in our sizes that is true she needs to hey stare down the camera for this mouse you can send this one to her martina you're doing great work over there at teeny's tees we really love what you're doing also for anybody listening that isn't martina go follow her on instagram she's got some great t-shirts gates and i want to buy the merchandise at teeny's tees t-i-n-i-s tees t-e-e-s we need some men's sizes. That's all I'm going to say. We need some men's sizes. Okay, on with the episode. 
saw a really weird flash of light in the corner. I'm I'm losing my mind, bro. We've been watching Blind Manor. He's, uh, he's oh a- my god. Okay. Tangent off the theater real quick. We watched Bly Manor, right? And The Haunting of Bly Manor. I watched all of The Haunting of Hill House. Was it like it was scary, but like not too bad, especially in the early episodes. We watched I watched two and a half episodes of Bly Manor because I fell asleep. I also, if you haven't watched the show, brilliant. I don't watch scary things, but like the director and everything about it, like just great. Excuse me. But I, I have not slept that poorly in so long. Like I had nightmares that made zero sense. I had a nightmare that our cabin was haunted. And I remember in the nightmare, I was like, dad, like what? And he's like, yeah, the, like the cabin's haunted. I guess we gotta sell it. Like there's just like we got we got a faulty cabin. I'm like, faulty cabin. I'm like, you're just chalking this up. Anyways, back to theater. So yeah, so concussion, detached retina. Well, almost. Um, not a good scene. Senior year, I also almost broke my ankle in theater. Um, I have very weak ankles. Like if you wanna really get me down all you need to do like one swift kick of the ankle i'm done right i roll my ankles going up and down the stairs it's a kraus gene actually uh we're very proud of it but like we can't like most guys are like i can't watch another guy get kicked in the balls because it hurts so bad my dad and i were watching ridiculousness the other day and there was a whole category based on people rolling their ankles and there was this one guy who was in flip-flops like jumping around and we both, like, my dad had to look away. He was like, I can't watch it. Like, I, I can't. It's the most painful thing for us because we have such bad ankles. So, I usually, especially when I was dancing a lot and still playing basketball, I would, I had to tape my, for basketball, I had to tape both ankles, then wear an ankle brace, then wear high tops, right? Horrible. So, during center stage which was our spring show it was kind of like a um it was like a show choir type thing but it, like a grander scale it was kind of like glee on steroids um so we were doing the time warp let's do the time warp again from rocky horror picture show uh basically that was a fun one too but like if you don't know the song it's just like a bunch of like weirdos basically because you're like the people who live in the mansion or whatever i've never actually seen the musical but like i know what it's about um and so we were all like just dressed up and we just went to the costume shop and found the craziest things we could find and i was wearing a um a, a, like a, a, a like a sweater and a sport coat and then i had a fez on top it was great and i was dancing with my dear friend hannah dale um but so th- and so we recorded all of the shows and so there's evidence of me doing this and my dad was the one that recorded it and then my sister edited it together for the school so i i got to see this many many times and it just made me really proud of myself but so my ankle was already hurting so i taped it up then i wore an ankle brace but i was wearing converse for it right so a very low top shoe yeah it was scary so you can see it we were on like those the the bleachers if you were ever in choir you know you like stand on like the choir bleachers but they were like wider or whatever anyways that's just what we used and so there was this part where like we and i was i took it a little extreme and i was being 
crazy crazy and i was like jumping up and down and like you know whatever and so you can see like there's uh, there's video evidence of this but maybe i'll find it and we can clip it in there but there's a part where hannah and i hannah dale and i are in the back and we both are like coming down the like the bleachers and i jump up and then i just hit the ground i'm just gone like i i jump down the step and i'm no longer there and she's just standing there and she like looks at me so you just see the whole crowd of people and then just palmer's gone just no longer exists just hits the deck luckily the next move was i was supposed to be on the ground and she like sits on my back and then like does this dance thing i rolled my ankle so bad like i almost audibly yelled because it hurt so bad I had to like crawl to position like down the bleachers. It was really dramatic and it was me. So it was super dramatic, but I get to the, like I get backstage and I, I'm like, how the fuck? Like I have tape and a ankle brace on. I undo the ankle brace. I ripped through the tape and like, I heard a loud noise when I rolled my ankle. It was like, a, and I was like, what did I just do? I rolled my ankle through the tape ripped it down the middle and it was a good tape job dale kraus tapes an ankle with the best of them i'm just gonna say it but literally like the tape was no longer useful also i ripped the side of my shoe i had to tape my converse for the rest of the show because i ripped the seam of the converse that's how badly i rolled this ankle if i didn't have an ankle brace on I don't know how bad that ankle roll would have been. <laughs> Definitely would have broken something. Luckily, it wasn't. It was like a like a hairline fracture almost, but like whatever. But they like put me in a boot and like crutches. And I'm like, I, I can't be in a boot and crutches. I have to do a show. So I showed up to school the next day in a boot and crutches. And the principal is like, what happened? I was like, oh, I like, you know, I rolled my ankle last night during center stage, which... <laughs> A sentence in itself that should never be said. Uh, he's like, don't you have a show tonight? I was like, yep. He's like, okay. And then I went on that night and we had to modify a couple dances. But, you know, we get the job done. That's one thing. I get injured a lot. I never, never do I not play through the pain. Okay, when I pinched a nerve because of this kid behind the desk. Let's just, let's, hey, let's throw it out there. All right, we're going to throw in. Probably my worst sports injury. So, back in seventh grade, we, uh, I was playing quarterback. Gates was my slot receiver. Why did you pick me for your basketball team that year after I did that to you? Mm, I was all Dale. Dale was like that dude. I don't know. I, I begged him not I to. I was this height though back then. So. I begged him not to. So, Gates was my slot receiver. And basically, I was supposed to, like, I was supposed to turn and hand the ball off to Caleb. Well, Caleb decided to um, not get nervous. He got he he got all up in a tizzy. Said, "I am not touching that ball because there was a big scary man on the line across that's from him." One, there was like three. Okay, well, yeah, that's what they call a defensive line. No, 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 three just outside of me. So um, instead, he just decided to block them. Well, the problem was, I was not aware of this audible because he did not call it. Mm, did not hear the red 40 call. So I hiked the ball. I turned to hand it off. Caleb, nowhere to be seen. So I now have to scramble and I run outside 
and we were playing Minnetonka, and this behemoth of a man, I wanted a birth certificate, grabbed me from the back, like, from the back of my jersey, and threw me. I left the ground. Like ragdoll. No, literally ragdolled me in the air. I hung out of the ball, though, because I'm an athlete. And I hit my chin on the ground, whole left side of the body, numb. Could not feel it. So I'm laying there on the ground, and... uh Luckily, so the EMT comes over. He was not prepared for the situation. He was like, I have some Neosporin and a Band-Aid. He was not ready. Not ready at all. Thank God there was a parent on the Minnetonka side who was a firefighter. (laughs) And he came over and he was like, can I please take care of this situation? And I remember hearing the EMT go, oh, thank God you're here. (laughs) I go, that is very, I'm like, that's very settling for the person who can't feel their left arm. So I was just sitting there face down, like with my, like my, with my helmet on face down for, I don't know, 35, 35, 40 minutes. It was a long time. Cause we had to wait for the ambulance to get there. And my parents didn't want me to go to the Maple Grove hospital. Cause this was like year one or two of the hospital. So they wanted me to go to Robbinsdale. So we had to wait for the ambulance to get there. So I'm just sitting there, ye- sitting at the ground, just listening to my father yell at the referee. <laughs> listening to Danny Arnold yell at the referee. And here's me still thinking I didn't do anything wrong. Gates thinking, man, what happened? Thank God I blocked that dude. (laughs) Having no idea that he just paralyzed me. I mean, it took like a good three hours for me to get all my feeling back. (laughs) Anyways, I'm fine. I'm fine. But that was one of the only times I didn't play through it. That and the dislocated hip. Because let me tell you, once you dislocate a hip, you just don't come back for a little bit. (laughs) there's a little bit of a grace period you need. (laughs) Um, so that was, that's actually a good story. That was a good weekend for the Krause family. Um, I was playing in a, in a lacrosse tournament and yeah, he probably was like, Gates, you're fired. Get off my team. But so we'll get back to theater. I promise. But we, uh, I was playing in a lacrosse tournament and we were 15 and we were playing like 18 year olds. We had no business being in this lacrosse tournament. Like they were like, oh yeah, our face-off guy is committed to Duke. And I'm like, our face-off guy is Carter Lysing. Nothing against Carter Lysing, great lacrosse player. But I'm like, you guys are way too old, right? And they're all from out east, which if you know anything about lacrosse, best of the best. So we were playing this team from Vermont. And the, so basically my dad was there the whole tournament. This was a Sunday game. Right, and then we were gonna drive back. This it was in Colorado. Then we were gonna drive back. Dale left Saturday night because he had to get back for Peyton's last ever soccer tournament. Well, was it her last ever? One of her last ever, and he was helping her coach, so he had to get back. So he left Saturday night, but my grandma and grandpa were still there. Um, so I basically go across the middle and take a shot, and a guy lifts me. And I get flung and I land on my hip and I hear, and my hip dislocated. So I'm laying on the ground. Thank God my grandma and grandpa are there. They rush in. They're like, oh my God, like whatever. They're helping me. So I end up going to the hospital. um, And I got to fly home, which was great. Didn't want to sit in a 14 hour bus ride. But it was the first time I'd ever flown alone. Meanwhile, back in Minnesota, um, Peyton was playing in this tournament, and her best friend, Hallie Comp, literally been best friends for, like, a long, long time. They played soccer forever together. And this girl 
hit Hallie or whatever, and she tore her ACL. Like, badly. So Peyton, being Peyton, took it into her own hands, decided to send a cleat into the back of this girl. <laughs> she got ejected. <laughs> Red card, done. So then, so now I'm in a hospital. Peyton just got ejected from a tournament. Dale's still on the sideline. Dale, no mistakes thus far. Up until now, my dad had never gotten kicked out of a game. He yelled at a lot of refs in his time. Anybody who was on his team can corroborate that. Never been kicked out. He always knew the line. And luckily, as far as football goes, he knew all the refs. So he would just tell them to leave and they would leave. But this particular tournament was very bad. My dad starts yelling at the ref. I wish I could have seen it. Starts yelling at the ref. Ref starts yelling back at him. Ref says, are we good here? Dale Krause was not quite happy with that. And he says, no. Red card. Dale's out. Dale, kicked out. Removed from the soccer field. The only time he's ever been kicked. And after that, bro, he was not the same House League senior year. He did not yell at a lot of refs senior year of House League. Not at all. It changed him. But... Yeah, so basically, I was in a hospital in Colorado, and Dale and Peyton were getting ejected off the soccer field. Great weekend. Jen? Jen was, like, cutting orange slices. I don't really know what she was doing. She was probably... No wa- mistakes made there. <laughs> no, she was watching the game. My favorite story is this woman one time came up to Jen at a soccer game, because my mom was very heated and yelling. and But she was like, she can't do that! And this woman came up behind her and said, don't talk about my daughter like that, and tugged her ponytail. Grabbed my mother's ponytail and yanked it. And my mom turned around. I wanted a fight to break out. I wanted Jen to throw hands. Because if you know my mother, she feisty. I wanted Jen to just yeet, just soccer. She didn't. You don't mess with the ginger. But... Okay, so, yeah, huge tangent, back to theater, Um, yeah, so, almost broken ankle, concussion, almost lost vision, well, did lose vision, but we got it back, no worries, Um, probably the most, like, see, okay, I've also hurt other people, once, once, I injured somebody else, and I'm just gonna say it, was not fully my fault, okay? I did a lot of partner dancing in my time. Never dropped a girl, never. Always caught them, was a good partner dancer. Except for once. My friend Hannah Dale, her and I were doing this lift, and I, like, the lift was, I picked her up and, like, put her, like, on my back, and so her butt was, like, on my neck, right? And then we spun really fast in a circle. And the force of that would basically pop her off my neck. And then I would spin her around and she would land, right? So this was the first time that we had ever done this. And she uh, basically, I like went to go let her down. And she slipped and she started to fall. And I dropped her. All right, I dropped her. But... I tried to catch her and she like didn't trust me. So she like pushed away from me. I landed on my tailbone. Thought I just got an enema from the stage. It hurt so bad. She landed on my leg. Um, Messed her foot up 
pretty bad. I mean, it was like a, I mean, it was at the top of my head. So what, it would have been like a six foot drop. Cause I was no longer five, seven at this point. Um, dropped her on her foot. I've talked to her since. And let's just say that she, she always reminds me. She's like, it's the only injury I've ever had. And it still hurts. <laughs> She's seen a lot of doctors for this thing. I permanently injured her. And I feel very bad about it. But it's not fully my fault. Because partner dancing is a two-way street. Okay? But there was... So we were doing this dance. And this... So this was in rehearsal. So now it's showtime, right? And we and in this show, we did Cool from West Side Story. And there was this part where, like, there were railings leading up to the stage. And me and this other guy would, like, lay on the railing and flip backwards. Kind of like a back somersault. And then we would be caught. Well, in rehearsal, like, the day before the show or something, I did it. And I flipped backwards. And I kind of landed weird. And so the second person didn't catch me. And I... If you've ever been in, like, the theater seating is not comfortable, right? Like, it's like, like, the side of the chair is, like, hard plastic slash metal because it's screwed in or whatever. And so I fall back and I kind of, like, bounce and get, like, a little, like, extra push back. Excuse me. And just crack my back on the corner of the chair. Just absolutely obliterate it. Thankfully, my good buddy Sam Bavaco had the state of mind to, like, grab the back of my neck and he, like, pulled me back up after I hit my back. Otherwise, probably would have hit the back of my head on the other corner. Concussion number one, because the uh, this was before senior year. So, thankfully, that didn't happen. But I was like, oh, okay, that hurt. That's going to, you know, that's going to bruise nicely. That'll be a good wound in the morning. So, I can't remember the exact timeline. I think it was, like, the next day or two days later was the show. And I go to do this move with Hannah. And she's on, like, my back. And um, all of a sudden, like, my arms are all the way up. And I'm spinning. And I just hear, I just, like, feel like this. And my right arm just kind of, like, drops, right? But I I held on to her. I didn't drop her. And we finished the dance. I kind of, like, limp off to the side. But the thing is, like, we had to, like, run behind the stage to then enter on the other side of the stage. Huge production. So... We run to the other side of the stage, and I'm kind of, like, wincing. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm fine. She's like, don't lie to me. I was like, I'm not lying. I'm fine. Like, let's go do it. Because I knew if I told her, then she would be nervous. I'd already dropped her. Like, it would not go well. So then we do the rest of the dance or whatever. I'm damn near crying. It hurts so bad. I get off stage, and I just, like, my it hurts so bad, my knees buckle. I literally just, like, go, like, to the ground and just fall flat on my face. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was like, my back was just like spasming, honestly. Like I'm like on the ground. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm just spasming. The directors are like, we don't know what to do. And I'm like, you need to go find Dale Krause. So they like ran into, cause he was up top recording. So they like went and got him and brought him back. And it was a whole thing. I was just like stuck on the ground for like 15 minutes as my back was spasming. And Hannah Dale like comes in. She's like, why would you lie to me? And I was like, because if I didn't, you would not have wanted me to do the rest of the dance. She's like, you're right. And I was like, there, right? Lie to each other. That's a good partnership. Lying. Oh, yeah. Can you agree? Nope. Alrighty. All right. I am a venti coffee deep. Took my nice. I decided if we were going to do this this morning. She's going to get passes from me. 
Oh, that would be huge if she showed up with coffee. Already got my morning walk-in, went to the Starbucks, got some coffee, went to Target, bought the terabyte hard drive so that this podcast will actually record. Imagine it didn't, though. Imagine it didn't. I might quit. Might be done. <laughs> but went to, went to the Starbucks, got a nice venti pumpkin spice latte. I'm just going to say it, right? If you don't drink pumpkin spice lattes or eat pumpkin pie or just partake in the pumpkin spice probably should reconsider yourself because i think i'm just gonna say you're missing out on one of the best parts of fall you are i don't care what you say you're missing out on one of the best parts of the season the pumpkin just extravaganza the extravaganza all right and fall is my favorite season so i get very passionate about this I love fall, bro. You go to the pumpkin patches. You go to the the haunted houses. You know the apple orchards. You take. Did you do any of that? No. You know why? So, all right. Let's start oh, start this. Where, I don't know where this is going. I'm a big fall tings guy, right? I like to do the cute fall tings in the fall. Um. My partner in crime over here, Gato McGaderson, was gonna be my cute fall tings guy. Um. He went ahead, got a girlfriend this fall, left me hanging. So now he's doing all the cute fall tings with his girlfriend, and I'm sitting at home watching Gilmore Girls by myself. So, I'm taking applicants. I'm taking applications for people to do cute fall tings with me. Um, If you would like to apply, uh, reach out to me. If you would like to apply, reach out to me directly um, or through any of the podcast uh, sites. And, um, yeah, just let me know and we'll get an application started for you. And, uh, hopefully it's the, what's the date today? It's the 18th of October. Hopefully we can get the process started and maybe do some things, some fall things before Halloween. Cause October is my favorite month. And, uh, I was just stabbed in the back by Gates, girlfriend. Anna, I'm sorry. I'm really happy you guys are together, but I'm pissed. So applications are now live. <laughs> Right in, and uh, yeah, we'll do we'll do some fall things together. That's uh, that's my rant. What what time are we at? Thirty five. Thirty five. Hey man, do we have time for one more story, or do we do we go right into it? Depends on what story it is. Mmm. I'm going into one more story. Okay. So, in the spirit of Halloween, I was in a show at Chapman called Dracula. And this is probably my favorite theater story of all time because it is just maybe the wackiest thing I've ever done on stage. So I was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. I played somebody named Harker. And there's a scene in the show that can really only be described as like an orgy, basically. Um, If you've seen the movie, there are these people called vixens and... There's a part in the scene where Dracula kind of mind controls me and I'm like stuck on like this table and the vixens want to eat me, but he doesn't let them. Basically, the whole like Bram Stoker's Dracula, the book, great. The play, literally the entire play is just based on sexual tension. Like it's the entire thing is so sexual. It's crazy. I can't like even my acting teachers at Chapman were like, Oh, you're auditioning for Dracula? Remember, sex, sex, sex. Like that, like 
no, no joke. They're like, if you want this to be good, you need to get like the sex, sexual tension and the sex appeal with your scene partners. That is just, that that's the play. So anyways, there's this part where I'm on the table and there were three guys, no, three girls, two guys. And they like, basically are like, they want to eat me. Right. But it's like super sexual. So like, they're like on top of me and they're licking my body. And it's like this whole thing. And so there, so, and then like, I, I made out with one girl and I made out with one guy, my buddy mayor, um, did like a cute little, like Spider-Man kiss on me. And I remember the director, like pulling me aside for this. And she was like, Hey, like, just so you know, like, I hope like, who would you want to kiss? Who would you not want to kiss? Which I appreciate, but I didn't feel like was the most professional thing but you know i didn't want to be picky so i was like no like anybody like i'm you know i'm not whatever needs to happen for the art i'll do um there were definitely some people i would have rather kissed than others but i wasn't gonna say that also god bless my parents because so i auditioned for it in the fall and then the show was in the spring so over the summer i knew that i had gotten the part so my mom and i watched the movie and in the movie it's Keanu Reeves with three naked women, which is pretty standard for Keanu. But my mom's like, please tell me that this is not in the play. And I truly didn't remember it when I read it. So I was like, no, it's not in the play. Of course it's not in the play. Then we started rehearsal and I had to I had to call my mother and say, hey guys, just so you know, um, going to be making out with some people on stage. And this was not one, but two this was the second sexual thing I'd done on stage. I played Fred Casely in Chicago the year before and uh, had to air hump a girl on stage. It was tasteful. I had some Hugh Hefner velvet underwear on. But so I remember calling my mom. I was like, hey, just so you know, like, this is what happens. I was like, mom, remember that scene that, like, we watched? Like, it's in this. And I just hear my dad in the background go, how do you find these roles? And I was like, I'm dad you're just jealous so uh <laughs> so basically i we did the scene and so all these vixens basically how the scene works is like they they crawl on me and then dracula says no and then they like he gives them this baby and they're supposed to eat this baby on top of me right so there was a lot of fake blood involved and so the people that i was kissing didn't have it but the people that i wasn't kissing had these blood packs in their mouth, right? So then when they were, like, supposed to be eating the baby, they'd bite into the blood pack. It would spew out of their mouth on top of me, and it looked like, you know, they were eating the baby's head off, basically. It was really cool. It looked really great from a visual effects standpoint. Um, so, anyways, this, like, my friend Mayor, Spider-Man, kissed me. I'd never kissed a guy before. Um, turns out it's no different than just kissing a girl. But, you know... I felt I was a little tense about it. Honestly, kissing the girl I was tense about too. But he kissed me, slip tongue in first time rehearsal. I was like, I need I need you to baby step me into this through tongue in immediately. I sat up. I was like, Mayor, I love you, man. No, not yet. I'm not ready. Um, so that was a cute moment. So like the scene was like this girl like crawls up me. My dear friend Ryan crawls up me and like licked my face. And then like Mayor came over and like, made out with me and then crawled over me and then like i was also i was tied down the entire time by like these like these like ribbons it was very it was very majestic and then this girl like got on top of me and straddled me and made out with me and like that was the scene um but there was so my other buddy riley he would like 
we had this joke like there was one part where like i would like sit up and like kind of like moan and like because that was the direction like we had to like basically simulate that it was like an orgy without like actually simulating it It was super weird right so i would like be on the table and i'd be like oh and like yeah but like better than that because i'm an actor um and like i would like kind of like thrust like my chest up or whatever and my buddy riley like in his blocking would be like right over my face so him and i would just get super close every night and there was kind of an inside joke like when are you and riley gonna kiss and i'm like well probably never then my cousins and my aunt and uncle came to see the show and i warned them because it was two of my younger cousins they were like 13 and 15 i warned them i was like hey just so you know there's a scene that maybe bella and lily shouldn't see my uncle's like i'm sure it's fine so i did what any good nephew would do and i wanted to make my family uncomfortable <laughs> and this was like the second or third time that my parents had seen this show and i go I want to make them uncomfortable. So, I, so, like, I told Riley before the show, I was like, hey, man, my family's here. I think it'll be really funny. I think tonight's the night, like, you and I, like, should kiss, and it'll be funny because anybody who's seen the show will be like, that's funny, and my family will be uncomfortable, and it's going to be great, right? My uncle still to this day, anytime I bring up like a show that I'm auditioning for, he's like, are there any orgy scenes in it? I'm like, no. He's like, okay, then I can attend. He just like makes fun of it. But so in the, like we did our blocking and I got really close to Riley and we decided to kiss that night just to make everybody uncomfortable. And we didn't think it through because he, he had a blood pack because him and I were not supposed to kiss. And so he tensed his jaw and the blood pack exploded, right? And so when I kissed him and he was above me, so when I dropped back down, the blood started falling out of his mouth and my mouth was open and the blood saliva (laughs) dripped down and landed like on my eye and like in my mouth a little bit. But the thing is, there wasn't supposed to be any blood at this point yet. (laughs) So we both had to like, kind of like just like swallow it so that like you couldn't see it my roommate who had seen the show before he was like that was hilarious i could see the blood loogie from the audience i was like that's disgusting (laughs) so he's walking around like with blood and he's like Like, i think he was supposed to have a line he just didn't say it because his blood his mouth was filled with blood and he couldn't let it out until the baby scene he couldn't swallow the entire pack of blood so i was like that's funny it was a good scene, whatever. I made everybody uncomfortable. My family did mention it afterwards. Turned out to backfire on me though, right? Because the next day, that was like a Saturday show. The next day we all get to set and they tell us, hey, um, so there were two types of blood that we used. There was the like the liquidy blood that was edible that we could put in our mouth and it was safe. There was another blood that was thicker because we had to put it on our like, on our, um, shirts and we had to like there was a part where i was supposed to cut myself and so like i had to put it on um on like my face and so it needed to be stickier to stick to the body right that was not edible because whatever they had to put in the blood to make it stickier not good for ingesting so we show up to set the next day or to the theater the next day and they sit us down and they go hey guys um just so you know we There was a mix-up with the uh, blood, and 
you guys may have ingested the wrong stuff. And we're all like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, yeah, um, don't worry, but poison control is on their way. <laughs> so I was never supposed to ingest this blood, right? So I should have been in the clear. But karma said, fuck you, Palmer. You're going to make your parents uncomfortable and just family in general. Um, we are going to make you ingest bad blood. It was all right. Turns out none of us ingested enough of it to be a concern, but like they had to call poison control and it was a serious thing. And they were like, we don't know what we're going to do. Cause if any of you get sick, it's straight to the hospital and that's it for the show. And it was a Sunday. So we had two shows. We had a matinee at two and then another show at like seven. Um, so I got, so basically the show got its revenge on me and that's why you don't mess with karma. That's my Dracula story. I have other Dracula stories, but I'll save those for another day. Um, spooky season. Uh, it's time for word slash phrase of the week. Um, this is a new segment we've started, started on the podcast where I, it's never going to be a real word. Um, I make up a word or phrase and try to get you guys to use it in your daily week. Just sprinkle it in. Um, I think, I think you guys will enjoy it. Uh, this week, it comes from the the old episode that will never be seen because it was not saved. But the word of the week is re-exclamate. And to use it in a sentence, you would say something like, oh, to re-exclamate that point, right? You're just, you're re, it's kind of like re-emphasize, but cooler. Like, you're re-exclamating it, right? So, um, it is... I was going to say it's like an adverb, but I don't think that that's true. Lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. Um, I don't know. I'm not good with nouns and verbs and things like that. I know it's not a verb or a noun. Maybe an adjective? No, it's not description. What is it? Is it an adverb? Don't look at me. Re-exclamate. Comes from, comes from the island of Papua New Guinea. That's the origin. So try to use that in sentence, uh, your daily life today. Um, go out there and re-exclamate things. Also, I'm going to cheat the system. I'm also going to do a phrase. Whoa. I know, I know. But after last night, I kind of have a new mantra. Our buddy Beals, um, we were having a nice night. I want to hear this one, though. Yeah, we were having a nice night. And he just kept saying, hey, let's extend the plot, right? We were a little buzzed. And he was like, no, the night's not over. Let's extend the plot. And I just liked that. Extend the plot. I think that's my new mantra for each day. Just keep extending the plot. All right? Just in your daily lives. So that's the phrase of the week. Re-exclamate. Why are we talking like this? I'm not sure, but it's kind of nice. So uh, re-exclamate. Extend the plot. Go out there. Get it. Question time. All right, everybody, we have come to that time in the podcast where I am out of stories. Well, to be fair, I'm never out of stories, but Gates gave me the look, which means that we're close to time. So that means, which means we're out of stories. So that means that it is time for questions. Here on On The Come Down, um, I like to have Gates look up some just fun questions from the internet or fun quizzes and things like that. And he just rapid fires it at me and I see... Uh, what kind of responses? First thing that comes to mind, I shout out there. It's kind of like an answer to the internet from Barstool. That's where it came from. But uh, if you're listening and you think of any fun questions that you would want me to answer or that might cause a tangent or two, please um, reach out 
on the Instagram. Um, DM us. Or if you know Gates Ride personally, just text us and your question will be featured in the next podcast. Without further ado, the man behind the desk, a Caleb Gates. Okay, we're doing a BuzzFeed quiz. A BuzzFeed? I think you might need to speak up for the mic. Because we can't do the same quiz that we did last That's time. That's true. We did a Hogwarts quiz on Friday, and it turns out I'm a Gryffindor, and so he won't let me do it again because I really want to manipulate it to try to become a Hufflepuff. So we're doing a BuzzFeed quiz. So I will not tell you what it is. Okay. But what is your favorite Disney movie? Favorite? Punch, wait, there's... Oh, there's options? Well, then that's... Okay, there are options. Let's do it. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. Robin Hood. Okay. Aristocrat. Cats. Mm. The Lion King. Yep. The Love Bug. Okay. Freaky Friday. Okay. The Sword in the Stone. Okay. Lady and the Tramp. Mm-hmm. Or The Black Cauldron. I don't know The Black Cauldron. Neither do I. Robin Hood. Easily. Little John, bro? Something about Big Bears. Blue. Baloo and Little John, my two favorite Disney characters of all time. I just really wanted to ride on Baloo's stomach down the river. All right, Robin Hood. Secretly, you mm. think your enemies are envious of? Oh. My industriousness, my looks, I don't have enemies. My determination, my dreams, my wealth, my bravery, my demeanor, or my passions? Ooh. Um... I'm going to say, oh, we're just tearing up the chair. I'm going to, I'm going to say my, it's kind of all in one. It's kind of like my dreams and my passions, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with my passions because I think that, yeah, I'm going to go with my passions because I, 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 I left sports to do theater and I think a lot of people saw that as like a, you know. It's not always cool to be a theater person instead. And so I think people might envy me that, like, I, you know, had the balls to do that. Okay. Yeah. Next question. What are you most scared of? Oh, so many things. Saying goodbye to your friends. Yeah. Losing your job. Okay. Pop quizzes. Okay. Global warming. Scissors. Walmart. War. Being alone. Standing still. Mmm. Walmart, not scared of. I love that place. My favorite store. I'm going to say being alone. Pop quizzes is a close second, though, just because I hate school. But being alone. What do you look for in a soulmate? Mm. Loyalty, steadiness, passion, bravery, kindness, beauty, humor, a sense of adventure, or wealth. Mm. Mary Rich, baby. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would say loyalty. That's in anything. That's in any relationship for me. Choose a talking animal. Oh, I'm ready. Let's go. A phoenix. Okay. A bluebird. Okay. A mouse. Yep. Meerkat. Yep. Warthog. Yep. Animals can't talk. Cockatoo. Shark. Possum. I can pretty much tell you which one goes to which movie, but I'm going to go with Meerkat because Lion King one and a half, best movie (laughs) ever. True. And he's just cute. When they hop up. Quick before the hyenas come. Dig, dig, dig a tunnel, dig, dig a tunnel. Yeah, this meerkat. This is why I have you sing before we usually do everyone. Just yeah, we do do a we do a sound check for my singing. What do you like to do with your time off? Go camping. Just get out of town. Go get together with family. Lie around. You're always working. Mm. Play video games. Burn the candle at both ends. LARP, 
Go to the beach. <laughs> Let's go to the beach. Eat. I would probably say, not that I do it, but I would just say, get out of town. Like, I really, like, right now I've been working nonstop, basically, and there's nothing more than I just, like, I really want to go down to KC to see my sister, but I just don't think I can get the time off. But so I would just say, like, get out of town. Okay, okay, okay. What is the secret to true love? Oh, my God. Humor. Okay. Understanding. Yep. I'll know when I find out. Mm. Faith. Compassion. Acceptance. Communication. Chemistry. Equality. I would say chemistry, right? It's your answer. You gotta have the chemistry. It's not my... Faith was close, but I think chemistry. Where do you like to have Except your first date? Except I suck date? at chemistry. Ooh, first date. Let's talk. Movie Pumpkin theater. patch. <laughs> Is that an option? No. Fuck. Defaultings. Movie theater. Yep. A bar. Okay. A club. Yep. A park. Mm-hmm. The zoo. Mm. Coffee shop. Mm-hmm. A restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to date. Oh wow. Museum. <laughs> I love how dramatic you get on, like, the, I'm always working. <laughs> like, throw your head back. I, <laughs> um, I would say a coffee shop. I think a coffee shop's a good first date spot because there's not a lot of pressure. Um, you just, there's people around, so you're not, like, alone alone, so you can sit and have just, like, a normal conversation. Wait. Pick. You just swiveled at me. I think I know what this quiz is. Pick an is. artist. Oh! I did swivel at you, so you probably do. Lord. And it's because I mentioned it last time. Lord. Yep. Imagine dragons. Okay. Miley Cyrus. Imagine those dragons. Okay. Miley Cyrus. Yep. Katy Perry. Miles Davis. Randy Newman. Drake. Bruno Mars. Avicii. Rest in peace. Um. Bruno Mars. For sure. Five sure. I believe this is uh, the last question. Last question. Okay. What is happily ever after? Oh. Having you good like, friends. At least I did that away from the mic. All right. In finding my equal. By the way, the camera shot is just going to be the top of my head for this. Oh, yeah. I can see it. <laughs> in achieving my dreams. Wait. Start over. I wasn't listening. What is happily ever after? Yep. Having good friends. In finding your equal. In achieving your dreams. In a job you love. In a caring relationship. In a castle. In finding inner peace. I'm not sure, but it isn't what is happening now. The adventure continues. Mm. I really want to say finding inner peace, but also, like, I'm a romantic, so I'm going to say finding my equal. <sighs> who am I? Okay, now take a guess of who you are. Oh, God. Um, a guess? So, it's Disney princesses, it right? Disney princesses, Which Because last time when you said, like, I have a quiz for you, I go, oh my god, which Disney princess am I? And you said, no, we're doing Hogwarts. But, so I'm happy you chose this. Which one do you think I am, based off oh, my questions? Take a guess of which one you are. I'm going to say, honestly, the most important question was probably finding my equal. So, I'm going to go with... Um... Aurora. Sleeping Beauty. No. Mm. You got Mulan. <gasps> Mulan? So you have a nice little dragon that follows you around. <laughs> Bro, I, somebody in like... Gonna move the mic back. Somebody in like seventh grade, we watched Mulan, and somebody was like, I can't remember what his name is, the dragon, but they're Mushu? like, Mushu. They're like, you remind me of Mushu. And that was like the best compliment I've ever been given. A, because Eddie Murphy. B, dude has some... 
energy. So I'm Mulan. Yes. Damn, bro, I'm kick-ass. I'm badass. Ass. To defeat the Huns. do 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 yeah, it is. Should sing a song. No, I know it's Mulan from the movie, but it's not Mulan singing it. Mm, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know the Mulan songs. Anyways, um, so happy that we now know which Disney princess I am. <laughs> um, everybody else, go take the BuzzFeed, figure out which Disney princess you are, um, and let us know. But yeah, uh, I think that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, once again, if you haven't already, go uh, check out and follow our Instagram on the Come Down Pod. That's where all the clips and all of the uh, new updates are. Um, other than that, like I said, I appreciate you guys listening, and we will catch you next time.